Hi everybody, welcome back to Pagan's Witchy Corner. My name is Pagan, and I am joined by a familiar friend. If you have been a longtime follower of the show, you have heard her beautiful voice many times, and that is Tudor Beth. Tudor Beth, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you very much, Brittany. Lovely to be here again. I am and so thankful for it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So we are going to be talking about your brand new book that just came out that I actually got to have a review listed in the book for. So if you guys go pick up a copy, you will actually see my review in the book, which is super cool. Like that's never happened before. And I'm super honored oh. that I got picked. So yay. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's very good of you. Thank you very much. Oh, yes. excellent. You're in you you're in it twice you're on the back cover on the Am back I? cover on the, on the blurb. yeah you're on the blurb on the back and then you're actually in the book as well oh my the, gosh i didn't even Tuesday. realize i was on the back till just now surprise yeah. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so exciting i didn't even realize i was in the back so now it's like christmas all over again <laughs> how fun is that um so this is a Tudor Best third installment in the Little Hedge Witches book series. And this is the Little Hedge Witches book of flower spells. And I have to say, first of all, I didn't know what to expect. I knew what the book was about because I had already read a art copy of it, obviously, to write the review. Um, but I didn't know what the book was going to look like until I got a copy from Llewellyn. And it is so gorgeous. I love the color theme throughout it. It's just like, I would have to say out of your little books, all of them are beautiful, but this one is probably the most gorgeous. <laughs> I I absolutely agree with you. Yes, it, it is a beautiful book. And that's the way it was designed when I was writing about the flowers. I followed the rainbow. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, you know, the rainbow is so important. And it's it's such a a, a positive um, emblem of of love, and and so I just I wanted it all the way through because it's very light, it's very happy, it's very positive, and it's reaffirming those you know that that power within all of us. So and I and I wrote it just coming out of the pandemic, and we and we needed we needed to have to have that positivity mm -hmm. uh, and that and that light as well and that love. So that is why it was designed. You know, I go through the red um, flowers and then the orange flowers and then the yellow flowers. So I, I follow the structure of the rainbow all the way through it and talking about the flowers and their, and their correspondences. Yeah. It's such a gorgeous book. And it's fun when you actually open it up because, you know, it, the base pages are just gray. And that's the, the gray yeah. kind of beautiful theme um, with all the flowers and the corners and everything else. And then, like you said, it goes through all the different rainbows and each one is color themed and it's so pretty. Like, I, I, my brain loves to see colors and stuff like that on pages. And so getting to see this in person, I was just like, oh, this book is so pretty. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I, I would absolutely agree with you on that. It and uh, it's it is my favorite thus far. Um, I think it's yeah, such a great absolutely. book. Um uh, now mm. obviously you have a full series of these books. You have two books that are currently already out, and those books are give me one second, because I have the page marked. Uh that is the Little Hedgewitches Books of Spells, Charms, and Brews, and the Little Hedgewitches Books of Seasonal Magic. So if you are new yeah. to Tudor Best's work, make sure you check those books out as well. But 
why did you choose flowers to be the third installment because i know you have others plans oh yes yeah yeah absolutely there's um there's there's a lunar one that's coming out that on the moon uh, is coming out in october and then next year is the crystal book but flowers always in magic uh, a lot of people seem to um don't dedicate as much time as they really should to flora uh, and when you're a hedge witch, absolutely everything that grows in the hedgerow um, and within your, your garden, if you're lucky enough to have a garden, everything, everything in this world is a correspondence. And it deserves the same amount of attention as the moon, as the seasons, as the as the crystals. It, it Flowers are so potent and so powerful. Um, and we're not just talking about when I'm talking about flowers, I'm not just talking about the initial flower. I'm also talking about herbs as well. And mm -hmm. we know about herbs that, that, that that's, you know, that goes with everything anyway. But flowers specifically also require their own their own book and their own dedication as well because of the of the energies they give out. And they're a wonderful source of magic and positive magic, mm -hmm. light magic. Um, you know, really, really, you know, boosting of, of confidence and love, self-love as well type of, of correspondence. And I, I just think we need we needed that. Like I say, when we were coming out of the pandemic, we just needed we needed to see the beauty. We needed to see the love. We needed to feel the love and we needed to see the beauty again. Um, not only in our, in ourselves, but in the world and everything around us, because I think I think the whole world shut down and we were literally in a <laughs> lockdown. Yes. And you couldn't you couldn't go out stores. I mean, it was literally like you had to stay in your homes. Um, and you just looked at the flowers in, <laughs> outside and you couldn't go for a walk in the park and things like that. It was really, really, really horrible time. So mm -hmm. Yeah, I it was it, and I, I for me it was it was a it was a terrible time because as a hedge witch you got to be outside and so you're basically climbing the walls. Yes, um, <laughs> I bet as witches around the world we must have been climbing the walls to get outside. Um, and yeah, so so flowers very very important in magic and in all forms of magic, um, and their color correspondences of course as well. I think that is a beautiful answer and a beautiful way to look at things. And yeah, I do think that flowers kind of, I don't want to say overlooked, but they kind of do get overlooked a lot of times yeah. in magic because we're like, go find the herb or go find this yeah. thing that, you know, the stone. Yeah. And it, we, we do forget that flowers are just as important in magic as everything else. Um, mm. Now, when it comes to the this book, which was your favorite flower to write about? Oh, uh, well, so many. So <laughs> okay, many, if you so can't pick just one, I would say pick top three. <laughs> okay, okay. Probably hydrangeas. I love hydrangeas. Oh, those are so pretty. No, and they're so big and they're so versatile as a flower because um, I love the blue ones. I love blue hydrangeas um, and they have varying degrees of blue. And mm -hmm. when they're when they're just bursting out of their blooms um, brand new, they are a lovely 
beautiful blue and then as they fade they can their colors can change their leaves their blossoms change color so they can go anywhere from like from blue to purple to pink to lilac to white and they just as they're as they're fading and dying just change colors um so i i love that because it's like you're getting two or three flowers for the price of one right and the fact yeah and the fact that they're so big as well and then if you leave them and you just let them die anyway in the autumn and winter they've still got the structure to them and you can actually spray them um gold or silver and use them in christmas displays as well oh pretty so yeah they're amazing flowers to use they're just wonderful so you spray them initially with hair lacquer I always spray stuff with hair lacquer you, mm-hmm. you cut the heads off straight away with a bit of a stalk and things um and then you let it dry out completely and then you spray it with some hair lacquer uh and then you would um spray it whatever color you you want to spray it for the for Christmas or for autumn um, it looks really nice in a display with sunflowers and sedums and, and all of those kind of autumn-y kind of uh, flowers. The other flower that I love very much is um, the Christmas rose. It's kind of called the Christmas rose, but it's a Helberose, Heliberose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Helberose. And um, these are amazing as well. These, these change color too. They have... Um, so you have a whole range of them. You can have them with green leaves and they're, they're sort of like a limey green blossom that will come out. And these beautiful, I mean, just like it says, Christmas roses, but they they flower from basically end of October, November, all the way through to February, March and April. We've still got flowers on ours from like November. Oh, wow. Um, and they, yeah, they're amazing flowers. They go all, really at least two seasons out of them, which is great. And like I say, they come in white, uh, which then eventually turn pink when they're fading, when they're dying. Um, or they come in like a black color, which is gorgeous when you have like a really deep kind of burgundy, almost the color of the uh, book, the cover of the book. Um, yeah, and, and they change color as well. So you get you and you get them in the whites um greens pinks blacks oh beautiful 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 and like I say when they're fading they're also giving giving you loads and loads of um opportunities for to be used in spells and different things so they're they're amazing amazing flowers they are and then again and then I guess to choose a Another flower would probably be a spring flower, the good old hyacinth. Oh, yes. I love, yeah, I love hyacinth because they come in a, in a rainbow um, themselves of all different colors. Once again, I like the blue ones um, because I have it in my head that the blue ones smell the nicest and I love that smell. Um, I, I just love the smell of hyacinth. I mean, you just have a, co- a bowl of hyacinth in your room and the whole room will smell, you know, you don't need artificial freshener or anything like that. And they smell like the spring. Um, and they really are beautiful. Yeah. I think those so are wonderful flowers to pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do love my flowers. Yeah. I, I completely understand. Um, before our lilac bush slash tree um, died uh, from a terrible freeze, I would do the same thing that you would do with the um, hyacinths and I would um, 
and just go get a whole bowl of the lilac blossoms and just bring them in the house and the whole house would oh. just smell like uh, lilacs which was gorgeous um and <laughs> the lilac is also a sentimental flower for me because it was one of my grandmother's favorite flowers and mm. you know she's not around anymore but every time i see a lilac i think of her so it's a sentimental flower for me and i i enjoy that and to me because it's sentimental it also is a really great ancestral flower you know along yeah. with like marigolds as well but um definitely it, it has such a beautiful kind of it, it's a magical whimsical kind of flower that you can't and i would say the same with hyacinths um they they kind of go hand in hand in my opinion so i love that those are great flowers to pick now yeah. you have a um another book that you said that's coming out in october and that's the lunar magic do you want to kind of tease that one a bit so everyone can be prepared for october Yes, yeah, yeah, it's coming out in October, which is, of course, one of our best months of Absolutely. the year. <laughs> uh, you know, it's good old Halloween, as, as, as uh, mere mortals would say. Yes, it's Halloween time, and but it's our new year, and so that's really, really, you know, fortunate timing that it's coming out in October. It's all to do with the moon, and of course, moon and magic and magical spells. And once again, with me, I, I talk about the colors now people often think about the moon as just being one color they're like oh yeah it's white but i explain it and i i um also list a long list of spells like i do in every one of my books i think there's like over a hundred or 150 spells in nearly every one of these hedgewitchery mm -hmm. books um and I talk about the different colors. So we talk about the pink moon, the red moon, the yellow moon, the, the orange moon, the black moon, the, um, you know, so we, and then of course the blue moon. Mm -hmm. So there's, once again, the moon has a veritable rainbow of colors and not many people realize that. And all of these different types of uh, lunar activity and, and lunar colors, they all have a, all have, different correspondences that we can use in our magic for manifesting different things and using it for healing or our, you know careers mm -hmm. or money or love or absolutely everything and 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 every and anything so yeah i i'm really i'm really looking forward to the moon book as well yeah that's that so it's got a lot of stuff in it of course it's got uh, crystals at moonstone crystals it's got the history um some history about the moon as well um it's a really good powerful book that one it, it took all, I, when you write um i don't know if any of your listeners do write and things mm -hmm. but when you write you kind of get like a vibe with books when you're writing them um and that one is a very powerful um, and potent one that's coming out in october so yeah I am excited for it. I can't wait for the um, next book to come out. I think it's going to be a fantastic book. I, I mean, all of your books are fantastic. So I am super excited about that one. Um, now, outside of the little Hedgewitch books, do you have any other books that you're working on? Uh, I'm always working. <laughs> I'm always working on my books, aren't I? Um, I'm still sort of like, uh, I, I started like... Um, a mini podcast I called it Tudor Beth Travels mm -hmm. so I, I kind of been going through my books with uh on there as well and explaining different things for for you know if the people are new to the craft 
um, and new to uh, magic and working with magic and living the magical lifestyle. And so I also go through the witchy act, which I, I discussed before with you. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, the different forms of witches of when you're born. So, you know, a bit like what's what's an April witch? What's a May witch? What, what, what would a, a June witch prefer to do? And, and those kind of things. Um, so I'm I'm working on that, and I've I've got so many like different type of ideas and things. Um, also, at the moment as well, I'm um, I'm doing a PhD. I'm doing a, a doctorate as well at university. So uh, yeah, in medieval studies, medieval studies, uh, nothing to do with witchcraft. Um, <laughs> I just I just had to put that in. Um, yeah, so I'm doing a lot. And then also I'm working on with Llewellyn as well, something completely different. And oh. it's a hedge, yeah, it's a hedge witch's tarot. Um, oh, how exciting. Oh, I know. I'm I'm loving that. And it, you know, it's gonna have the same kind of vibes and energy to to it as well. And it's it's looking pretty good. Oh, that's so, so yeah. cool. That's going to be so awesome. I can't wait for that. And congratulations on working on your PhD. That is awesome. <laughs> and I'm excited for all of your projects because I think that all your stuff is really great. Um, Tudor Beth has a range of books, which I cannot include all of them in the show description because of the fact that I have character limits. There's a lot. Mm. Um, you <laughs> also have a, um, a pen name to write under as well, right? For your children's books. Yeah. Yes, I'm Flora Beth Edwards. Yes. Uh, yeah. Of course, Flora. Flora. <laughs> <Exactly>. Flora. <laughs> so I will make sure all of that is included in the show notes so you guys can check all the books out. There are a lot of them and they are all wonderful, but make sure you definitely pick up a copy of any of or all hopefully all as a little Hedgewitch books, because they're actually really, really wonderful books, especially if you're somebody that's new and starting out and you're not really sure how to write your own spells or figure out what you want to do. These are really great starter books that put you in the right direction of whatever you're trying to do. And it covers everything, like literally everything, anything you could want mm -hmm. to cover. There's a spell in one of these books that will help you figure it out. And in Absolutely. the seasonal magic, there's also a lot of recipes in there too for jams and all sorts of other really great things. Make sure you go check these books out because they are awesome. And Tudor Beth, thank you for coming back on the show. You're always welcome to come by. I love having you here. Oh. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I love being here. <laughs> this has been an absolute joy. So everybody who's listening, thank you so much for being here. You all are awesome. Take care of yourselves and stay safe. And I will see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you're a lover of Pig and Switchy Corner, then prepare for some really exciting news. I have started a new podcast, Pagan's Reading Nook. Don't worry, I'm still going to be creating all the Pagan Switchy Corner content that you all love. But as you all know, I have a huge passion and love of books, which has led me to create this new show. On Pagan's Reading Nook, I will be discussing the books that I'm reading, showcasing brand new titles, and sitting down with some amazing authors to talk about the worlds and the characters they've created. I will also be discussing new releases, fan favorites, and classic tales that have enchanted us throughout time. So, if you are a fan of this show, make sure you head over there and subscribe. 
and grab your favorite beverage and join me as we dive into harrowing tales, seductive romances, and thrilling adventures in the fiction world. Thank you.